in China podcast, where a British and an American girl satisfy all your curiosity and questions about what it's like to live in China today. And now your hosts, Holly and Nora. Hey everyone! Hi, we're back. We are indeed in full swing in spring here. Yeah, well, it's lovely and warm today. It's beautiful. Can't believe it. So this is episode fifty-one. Woohoo! Can't believe it. We're over I've the come hill. Come so far. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Well, we've been away for a little while, haven't we? I know we had the episode fifty with my parents, but we've been away it's gallivanting. <laughs> So we've got we've got plenty to get through, I guess, for this return episode. Well, let's get cracking. All right. Okay. So I've got some comments that have been left on our Facebook page, and uh, also our uh, writtenchinese.com/slash episode, whatever episode you left your comment on. But <laughs> I've I've only chosen three because if I post if I commented about all our comments, we'd be we'd be here for a while. Oh, we got so many. That's、Thank、awesome. <laughs> yeah. So first one is from Mandy.、Uh, Mandy's like, I think maybe our biggest fan now. <laughs> she's on. She's on Facebook. She's like, we've had messages from her. Oh, by the way,、um, we've had quite a few、uh, questions. So if your question doesn't come up for a while, don't panic. We're not gonna like ignore you.、Um, it's just we've got quite a few, which is awesome. So don't stop asking the questions. We will get to、we、it. We will get to it. Yeah. So Mandy says, "You know you've been listening to too many white chicks in China when you start randomly busting out into a British accent." <laughs> <laughs> I like it. That's awesome. And I did make a comment to Mandy. Please send us a message with your British accent because I really <laughs> want to hear it. <laughs>、uh, we've had another comment from Mark, Mark Brandt, who this was about our episode forty-eight, which is about Shenzhen. Mm. And he says this is the best two white chicks podcast ever. <laughs> Whoa! Yeah, thanks for going into such descriptive detail about Shenzhen's new developments popping up all over town, especially、uh, the underground and elevated aspects of the city.、Uh, I will definitely have to visit Shenzhen after this podcast. <laughs> Great! <laughs> you guys should work for that chamber of commerce. Super effort. We should. We love Shenzhen. Yeah, we do. <laughs> uh, so this comes from someone called Timbo Birch. Awesome name. Yeah, I love who that. Who says whoosh? <laughs> I'm inside episode twenty, which is all about real estate and stocks.、Um, been listening chronologically over the past few weeks. An easy, enjoyable listen. My congrats on your excellent pod. <laughs> nice. So I've had several moments as a lao、uh, white in in China traveling. Uh, far off the beaten track, on dusty tracks, hillsides, and woods, and passing way too many people in the middle of nowhere, found to be walking backwards, etc. <laughs> yeah, fascinating country, more like a continent. I hope I can return to、uh, China someday. Many of my China,、uh, China experiences have informed my first book, short novel slash novella. Since I laced the storyline with lots of realistic content from notebooks kept in China, I wanted to distance the story and fictionalize it by setting the protagonist in a city I hadn't visited and could only imagine. Drumroll, please, Shenzhen. Woohoo! Yeah. <laughs>、uh, actually, Timbo does talk a bit more. This comment he left did leave quite a long comment, so you can go on to our Facebook page and check the rest. Oh, I hadn't seen that one. I、yeah. definitely want to check that out.、Mm-hmm. 
Okay, so we've also had lots of reviews, that which is, is awesome. really, really nice. So, because we've had so many, I'm going to give you two, okay. which are both from uh, two Stephanies. Mm. So the first is from Stephanie V589 from the USA. A must listen for anyone interested in China. <laughs> this is one of my favorite podcasts around. That's really nice. <laughs> the hosts, Holly and Nara, discuss a new question they receive each week in a fun and unique way. I travel to Nanjing in the summer of 2007 and find myself missing China more and more. This podcast helps me get my China fix until I can get back <laughs> over there. I highly recommend this podcast to anyone interested in modern China. Keep up the good work, ladies. Thank really you. nice, really nice. And this is from Stephanie L. Wood. He was also from the USA and says, binge-worthy, which is cool. Uh, it seems like quite a few of our listeners do just like binge on the whole lot of po- podcasts. Mm-hmm. So she says, I recently stumbled upon this podcast and I have already binge listened to every episode. <laughs> Holly and Nora do such a great job making this podcast funny, interesting. Interesting and informative. They talk about a different question each week, and they have a little something for everyone. I really recommend everyone listen to this. You will not be disappointed. <laughs> so fun to hear that because yeah. I myself, if I listen to any of our shows, I, I just like I'm cringing yeah, hearing my own voice and stuff. So it's it's really fun to hear that people are getting Absolutely. value out of it, and they're yeah. they're able to actually listen to multiple ones yeah. in a row. So nice. And I kind of like the. We're funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we're trying to be, yeah. I guess. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah. So do we have some news this we week? We do, we do, we do. This is kind of old news, but because I've mentioned so many previous uh, Chinese fitness challenges, oh. I have to mention this. So actually, this one has not been contained to China. This has literally gone viral like all over the world. <laughs> so you can search on your chosen, um, you know, search engine, and you can search for the A4 Waste Challenge, and you will find... The what? The A4 A4 Waste Challenge. A4. A4, like the piece of paper. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, you can... There are so many articles. I even... The first one is actually from the BBC, so even they've gotten on it. (laughs) Uh, the Daily Telegraph says the A4 waste trend to be paper thin. <laughs> well, haha. <laughs> so basically, this is um, it's another you know internet you know viral thing where women and even some men are basically measuring their waste to the size of an A4 paper, and we're not talking like horizontal; we're talking vertical. What? Wait, so I don't get it. a piece, an A4 piece of paper like yeah. this, uh, against your waist. Yeah, you need to be that thin. As thin as, and that means you're really fit. Oh my goodness! Yeah. So for those, not. <laughs> so those of you who are not sure about, like, if you try to like think about the size, uh, um, a piece of A4 paper is 8.3 inches wide, uh, or 21 centimeters. Which is really, really tiny. Really tiny. So if you do, there are there are so many pictures, and you've probably seen some because, as I said, they're not just in China now. Um, people are on Instagram and Twitter, and you can search for the hashtag uh, A4 Waste. Wow. And you're going to find a lot of pictures. But of course, in the West, it's kind of gone. Everyone's like more tongue in cheek, and you know, I even saw a picture of a cat. Someone had put <laughs> an A4 piece of paper on the back of a cat. 
<laughs> and the cat's even fatter than the paper. Oh well. So, um, so an interesting piece of information. So this means that if if the pa- paper can fit on your waist, you have to have a twenty-five inch waist, if not smaller. Wow. Mm-hmm. Twenty-five inch. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty skinny. Yeah, it's pretty um, thin. Apparently, the average. Sorry, but this was in the article. Uh, the average American waist is thirty-five inches. Okay. Which seems rather large to me. I, I don't know how accurate large. that is. But you know, half of the people in the U.S., more than half of the people are overweight. So it makes sense. Wow. Which is, a, you know, mm. that's not a joke. We have a serious problem. Everybody knows it. Yeah, but well, yeah, I mean, I think a lot of it, though, has to do with bone structure. Sure. Because in China, the people are just... I mean, I see men with A4 waists. Oh, yeah. I, I saw a, a guy on my way to work the other day. I, I've never, like... Teeny tiny. Teeny, like, I've never seen I feel seen like a, I can fit my hands around yeah, their waist yeah, and, like, my absolutely. fingers will touch on both sides. Yeah. Like, I've seen so many men here who are just super, super slender. Yeah, yeah it's just... It's crazy. Yeah, so I don't know. All the, well, all these fitness challenges, I mean, there was, like, the behind-the-back breast grab. <laughs> right, and the belly button. And the belly button which is, one. Which is similar. And then, like, the one where you filled your collarbone full right. of coins. Right. These are all pretty silly. I guess they're just designed... I guess people are just inventing this to yeah. so that it gives people something visual to post on social media yeah absolutely but these things just go viral like there was a picture i'll put i'll put the link to this where i found my information which is from tech insider and um, there's a picture on there and apparently uh, 130,000 people liked this picture on weibo oh uh-huh. so i mean it's well i mean i guess you're getting probably primarily women, women. to expose their midriffs and take <laughs> a photo of it yeah, yeah. So I'm not surprised it's going viral. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Right. That's funny. That is funny. Yeah. Okay, so uh, here's our question of the week. This comes from Karen, and she's left a message on um, SpeakPipe. So for those of you who want to ask us a question, you can go to writtenchinese.com slash SpeakPipe and leave us a question. And again, we we try to be fair about which questions we answer before mm. others. But with the voicemail ones, we tend to bump them up a bit because it's just, it's more personal. Yeah. And usually the questions are more comprehensive than a written question. That's right. So... And if, it's more personal. Right? Yeah, it's and it's just like nicer for us and it's nicer yeah. for the show. So if you're dying to get a question answered, it's faster if you send us a message on SpeakPipe at writtentinies.com slash voicemail. You can just record it right on your phone or mm. on your computer. Just a little tip. Yep. There for ya. Yep, yep, yep. So let's see what she has to ask us. Hey, Holly and Nora. Uh, my name's Karen, and I've been meaning to ask this question for a while. My question is, are there good Samaritans in China? I just read an article today about Chinese helping a foreigner who fainted in the subway, but they probably wouldn't do that for a local. And the reason is they're afraid of getting blackmailed. And I'm wondering... Uh, what is the government or what what is China doing about that? Is there some way they can encourage people to be good Samaritans without some kind of backlash? Keep up the good work. I really enjoy your podcast. Thanks. Bye. Okay. So this is this is 
one that gets. There's a lot of heat around this. Absolutely. Kind of question in mm. China. Yeah. So I I found the an an article about this mm-hmm. like this example of of being a good Samaritan in China and it's I mean she kind of pretty much like explains the situation but um, so a, a man a foreign man faints in the metro in Beijing and uh, basically quite a few like local people rush over to help him mm. um, you know someone makes a pillow out of their coat, puts it under his head, and an older lady, I think, according to this article, uh, kneels down to press, or knelt down to press on the foreigner's acupuncture points to help him wake up. Oh. You know, so they, oh, like, they were really, nice. yeah, really bothered about this, this guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and they had medical people with, like, par- let's say, a first aider with him very quickly. Um, but, I mean, the guy was, was already awake and feeling better, but... Yeah, this this is basically the story, um, yeah. which I found kind of it's it's funny that it's about a person fainting on the metro because I remember not that long ago seeing a video of a foreigner fainting on the metro and basically everybody runs away. Oh, really? And then it causes a panic, like oh. pretty much everybody exits. So so the guy oh. in the video you can see it. Um, I mean, I can give you the link yeah, to put on the show notes. But you can see this the, this foreigner who's he's sitting on the bench, and he just kind of slowly topples over, wow. and then all the people around him jump back and run out of the way, and then the people in the cars to the to the left and right or ahead and front, whatever you however you want to say it, um, they don't know what's going on, but they see that the other people are panicking, so then they panic, so then at the next stop everybody exits the train, and the foreigner you can see on the CCTV cameras the foreigner's just like laying flat on the oh floor of the car. Yeah. Um, and nobody nobody's helping him out. And then you can see actually as people exit the the train there's panic. So people are running on top of each other like some guy oh. falls down because he's in the midst of the crowd and so it just actually causes a panic. So it's like it's funny because that's the exact opposite yeah. Of, of, this. of this story. And I feel like there are more... Well, for one, it's more sensational when something like that happens. So, mm. of course, it's more likely that people pass it around because it's more shocking when people yeah. are disgusted with each other. I mean, that's mm-hmm, you see mm-hmm. that all the time. Especially, I mean, we Americans are just experts at just, like, blowing things. Like, <laughs> taking the negative and turning it into sensational news, right. you know? And that's just because that kind of story is more interesting than, oh, it's like, good Samaritan, good for you. You know, it's not really as newsworthy, generally, sadly. Mm -hmm. So you see quite a few of these where Chinese people are generally criticized for not helping strangers, for not being good Samaritans. So it's nice to see that there's a case where this didn't happen, especially to a foreigner. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, one of the things about this particular case is that actually it's gotten a lot of criticism from, from like, netizens. So, so one person said, um, if that had been a fellow countryman who fainted, people would think it was an attempt at extortion. Um, but there's nothing that can be done. Public morals are getting worse and worse. Mm. So this comment had 5,000 likes on Weibo. 
Um, another person said, if a Chinese person had fainted, each and every person would just go far away and hide. Why try to save foreigners? So this is, I mean, this is kind of harsh, but I wonder if it's a valid point. Because they have money, people want to be there just in case they pull out $1,000 to express their gratitude. Oh. I don't know. Yeah, that's that's pretty harsh. I it don't is, know if I would is. go that far. But I mm-hmm. might say that if they think that the person is a, is in a higher financial like stature yeah. or situation that they would be less likely to extort the other person. Yeah. Right. And oh, yeah, al- so they're not faking. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. And also as a foreigner, I think they wouldn't necessarily know how to navigate the court system mm-hmm. like a Chinese person would. So it kind of makes more, I could understand a bit more. I mean, it makes me feel sorry for the, you know, Chinese people's, yeah their own people but i can understand where a foreigner wouldn't be as much of a threat yeah because we're kind of helpless here in a lot of ways mm-hmm. so but yeah it's funny because that other foreigner fainted and everybody and ran, away. ran away but i just see a difference between um that foreigner and this one that you're talking about the one that they helped was quite a bit older yes he was yeah yeah, and the the one that they ran away from was a young guy. He looked in his, you know, mid-20s. Okay. So I think that has something to do with it. Um, Chinese mm. people have, a, it's, it's part of their culture to have this respect yes. for the elderly. Mm. Not that this guy was necessarily elderly, but he was definitely he was older. older. Yeah. yeah, maybe like 60, 50. Yeah, from the looks of him. Yeah, yeah something like that late 50s mm. something like that so that's probably one of the reasons why people were willing to help him too yeah over the other foreigner mm. and maybe it just took one person to to move towards him to help and others thought oh okay well if if one is going then i'm more willing to help as well i think that's a really good point i think in i think chinese you know it's the herd mentality mm. yeah it's like everybody, it's like all or nothing, you know, yeah. everybody's helping. Like you can see in the case where everybody panicked, it was like one person panicked and then everybody panicked and they didn't even know why they were panicking. Right. They yeah. were just following the crowd. It's crazy. Whereas, yeah, one person helps and other people start helping. And I think mm-hmm. if they feel comfortable, right. I mean, cause there's, <laughs> you can't say that Chinese people are less kind no. Than other people. So it's like you have to analyze exactly what's happening in the yeah. situation. Do you know where the your the video was, was taken? Like which metro? Mm. I mean which city? Nanjing, I, I think. I wonder if that I has something say. to do with it as well. Maybe. I I can't uh I'll we'll we'll put it on the yeah, show yeah, notes, but I I don't remember. It definitely mm. wasn't here and it definitely wasn't in Beijing. Right where yours took place. But yeah, maybe that has something to do with it too. Because there are quite a... I mean, China is not a homogenous country. There are quite a bit of differences between... Especially when you compare the like northern people and southern people. Yeah. There's quite a big difference. Yeah. So, so that yeah, that's a good point. That might have something to do with it too. Mm. So one of the reasons why people are so like nervous to help other people is because there have been especially recently a lot of cases of like extortion so i've Mm. got i found an example here which is um so uh an elderly man in sichuan purposefully falls off his bike at an intersection and then basically blames the guy who comes to help him 
So this young student comes to like, help him, you know, mm. get get up again, and then basically he uh, accuses the young guy of pushing him or whatever. What a horrible thing yeah. to do. So luckily, though, um, uh, there are surveillance cameras on this intersection, so the the police saw the. Uh, cameras and it's obvious it's obvious that this young guy has nothing to do with him mm-hmm. falling off the bike um so the apparently the local police kind of gave him a gave the old guy like a lesson like a telling off and then you know let him go but this story in like in itself um also co- like caused people to be like what the you know, uh, they were saying how can how can this elderly man possibly face his own offspring after that yeah. This is some someone like on on Weibo, I think. Um but they're actually criticizing the police as well for not punishing the guy more for for doing for trying to pull it because potentially if there was no cameras that poor guy I mean anything like he could have been sued for a lot of money. Yeah, uh, I had read a story about similar I mean these these are quite common yeah. sadly. But there's one that I kept seeing reference to in 2006. I don't know if you saw that one. There was a guy in, I think he was in Nanjing. But he helped an elderly woman who broke her leg. So she had broken her leg somewhere on the street, maybe getting Mm -hmm. off the bus or who knows what. And he helped her to the hospital. Right. And then he was sued He by her. Which is like, I can't believe someone would do that. But anyway, she sued him. He had to pay 40% of her medical bills because the judge said there's no way he would have gone um, those lengths to help her out if he wasn't somehow responsible. So the judge (laughs) made that decision. Yeah, the judge made that decision. I mean, it was the woman who sued. Yeah. Which is, again, awful. And then the judge who said, who made, I don't know, it's just so messed Mm. up. Like, I know in the, I read in Canada, I don't know if it's, in, probably in the States it's similar, maybe in the UK as well, There, there is like a Good Samaritan Act. Right. Where you're legally sure. protected if you help somebody who's a stranger, if you administer first, like let's say you see somebody who's fainted and then you try and give them CPR, you try and help them, but <clears throat> if you do it wrong or something like that, mm-hmm. then you're protected by law. Um right. So that they can't, like, sue you or whatever. Mm-hmm. So so there are laws to protect people for yes. helping other people. Yeah. Who? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And in China, that, that doesn't exist. Well, actually, um, I don't know if it's since this, like, these kind of situations have become more prevalent, but Shanghai has actually drafted a good Samaritan law. Oh, nice. Yeah, to protect those who come to the aid of strangers. So a good Samaritan is defined as someone with medical skills... Um, or possesses a professional medical certificate, um, to, you know, they need to have those things in order to be protected. But apparently also cities, um, including Hangzhou and Shenzhen, have already introduced these similar laws. So you said you need to have a medical It says license? that, yeah, it says the bill defines a good Samaritan as those with medical skills and uh, possess a professional medical certificate. Okay, so, so you anyone can't just help. You have to be a medical like it. professional. It like it. Yeah. I saw really sad. Actually, doing the research for this episode was really sad. sad. Yeah, because I saw another one was just like a woman had 
she was like bending over a railing mm-hmm. to grab something that she had dropped on the other side okay. of the railing and her neck got caught mm-hmm. in the railing and she um she was stuck there and people were like taking photos of oh, her and getting God. stuck there and she actually ended up dying <gasps> oh no yeah because she her you know like she was basically suffocated oh my God. But people were just, and you can, it's horrible. You can see, like, photos of her just, like, hanging on this, like, railing. And, like, people were just sitting there taking photos of her struggling. This is so sick Mm -hmm. and so sad. Well, on the same, along the same lines, actually, there was a story. um, I mean, this, uh, the reference I found was from a case back in 2011. But I'm sure there was a, a story even more recently than that where there was actually a, a toddler. Oh. Yeah, this one's so Yeah, and the toddler was run over several times, and passers-by went past, you know, they just left the, I mean, a, a baby in the middle of the road. And the Eight, baby. I read, like, 18 people just walked really? by. And you can see in the, I don't know if you watched the video. Yes, there is, a, I think this may be a different case to this 2011 one, but it's a very, very similar mm. situation. Yeah, I, I did see Horrible. the video, I did. Because, like, in the video that I saw, the car runs over her, but only, like, halfway, only one tire, and then looks back, sees her on the road, and runs over her the rest (gasps) of the way, and then she gets hit again by another truck, and then you can see people just, like, looking at her and walking by, and she's just, like, in the road. Did we... So sad. Did we talk recently about... This is such an awful, like, subject to talk about, but the reason why... Okay, say that for the first person ran over the first time and she didn't die immediately. Why the why he would go back and do that? Oh yeah, did, we did talk about it, right? I I'm not sure if we've talked about it on the show, but oh. I know like we we yeah, talk, maybe. chatted about it. Is yeah. um and this just this is really messed up. Yeah, this is a really depressing yeah. episode. Sorry, folks. <laughs> Uh, no, uh, we'll, we'll, there, there might be some positives. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll bring it back around. Just bear with us. So, um, yeah, basically, there is a finite price for a life. Right, that's it. So, if I, I can't remember the exact number, but I wanted to say it was something like 30,000 renminbi or something like that. I'm sure it varies from, from, I mean, maybe that was old statistics or whatever, but the point is, right. there's a finite price right. for somebody's life. So, if you kill somebody, then you owe the family uh, an a amount, fixed figure. a fixed figure. Wow. If you injure them, then you're responsible for any medical that bills that they have right. for as long as they need medical yeah. attention. So it's actually cheaper to just kill them off, usually. So that's we, there have been cases where yeah, like somebody hit someone with their car, they're badly injured, but they're not dead, and the person just runs them over again just to make sure, just so that. If they get caught, the price is less. Wow. It's just... Mm. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I was going to... I have another point, but I'm afraid to make it because it's literally... Li- it will literally make us feel even more sad. Well, now I have to say oh, it, though. Now I have to tell you. Okay, so uh, last year, um, a man in Guangdong actually committed suicide after he was harassed for money by a family oh. members of an elderly man he'd helped on the street. Oh. Yeah. I mean, yeah, being sued, that's sad, but to then take your own life because people are harassing you is just, I don't know, how can you even describe that? Yeah. Oh, <sighs> man. 
So let's talk about some of the other reasons why this happens. One is that it's true, like, the the suing thing, like, people getting sued from each other, that's a huge factor to keep in mind, as we've already mentioned. But I think more, more, it's, I think it, there's more to it than that. I think, so China is, it's very recently become the norm that people have food to eat. Mm-hmm. And, like, if you look around us here in Shenzhen, you wouldn't believe that even, you know, 50 years ago, people were struggling to yeah. feed themselves because it's just, it's booming here and it's just it's crazy how much progress has happened. But it's it's still not that long ago. That's why I'm not really that surprised that it's the elderly that are doing this because right. they still have this mentality Definitely. of, like, severe resource competition. Mm-hmm. So that, I mean, that explains one of the reasons why they would be doing this and also why they wouldn't get involved. Because there's, in, in like, historically, you just take care, especially if you're living in a, in a city of millions and millions of people, you can't care about everybody. You just can't. No. You can't stop to help everybody on the street who looks like they're in distress. Sure. You, know, you just can't. You'll spend your whole life going around doing that kind of stuff and you'll expose yourself to these kind of scandals that happen. So what people do is they just keep their heads down and they just take care of their immediate network and they assume that if other people do the same, then they should have people in their lives who will take care of them. Yeah. So this whole idea of being a good Samaritan and caring for the outsider is just totally foreign. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're talking about, we've mentioned this before, like, not that long ago, people were literally eating dirt and bark from trees to survive. This is not Mm. very long ago. People who are alive today in China still remember this. So you can't, it's hard to compare with, you know, it's like, I was raised, you know, I was born in the 80s in the Mm. U.S. where it's like, oh, everything's wonderful. And I was like on my bike outside with not, not a care in the world as a child. So it's, I don't know if it's necessarily fair to use our lenses to yeah to analyze what's happening here because i think there's more happening than you can see yeah i think you're right but if i mean obviously we can talk about this from our perspective but i feel like there are lots of people like chinese people who are also shocked by these things but Mm -hmm. you know everyone can say those things in hindsight can't they because i wonder if these people who are criticizing you know all like you you know why can't you help why can't you help people or blah 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 if they were in the situation would they do the same thing yeah it makes you makes you wonder everyone can criticize other people can't they but if they're in that situation and also a lot of these people are younger they're, they're like our age, I guess, and younger. And so they didn't experience those things that their parents and grandparents yeah. did. Yeah. Yeah. They don't mm-hmm. have that same competition. Sure. There. Yeah. I thought it was interesting. So People's Daily is um, one of the official newspapers here. Mm-hmm. And they ran a poll. And they asked people, would you help an elderly person who was, you know, who was obviously injured oh. on the street? Yeah. of people said no. Wow. Huh. Which is funny because it's like, you would think some people would say that they would just to say. Yeah, just to say. 
But if it's anonymous, then no one's going to know that it was... Well, it's not, it's not going to be anonymous. But even so, like, I would <laughs> yeah, like to say, like, you know, like, I would like, like to, to th- say... Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah so, you know, yes, I would help. Yes. But actually, would I? I mean, right. I mean, I honestly don't know how many times I've been in that actual situation. Mm-hmm. So maybe I just ha- hold myself in a higher esteem than, you know, than reality. Who knows? I'd like to think that I would help out. Yeah, me too. But, um, who knows? I mean... I think the crowd, like, going back to the crowd part, that has a lot to do with it. If you look around you and... Like, I've seen... I remember one time I was with my husband and we saw a guy. He was laying in the road and he was co- his face was covered in blood. Mm. Um, he was wasted. <laughs> this is a Chinese guy. Yeah. He was wasted. He had probably just, like, fallen down and smacked his face sure. on the curb or yeah. whatever. And we walked over to him, and he his wallet was like, he had lost it a couple uh, meters away. So we picked up his wallet, and we gave it back to him, and we got him out of the road. Because yeah. he almost got hit. I mean, there was, like, cars passing by, and nobody mm. was stopping, and this guy's, like, covered in blood. And there was a security guard standing outside of the mall who was just watching him. Yeah. yeah. And so he, had, like, Zlato and I brought him over to the side of the road... And gave him his wallet back and sure. just try like try to ask him like is there somebody we can call for you yeah, like yeah, sit yeah. down here at least like get out of the road and yeah. like regain your senses and stuff like that but people were just walking by and nobody stopped to help oh. no one stopped mm. we could have easily just like taken his wallet I mean the guy like, he had a very nice wallet he was dressed yeah. really nicely it would have been so easy to just like take his wallet and go <laughs> and go but i was just shocked at the security i mean the security guard his job is security that's right. the only thing he's doing all day and he was just standing there watching so it's just sometimes it's just really hard yeah <laughs> to see this kind of stuff you've actually just reminded me of something that happened to me while, while i was in i think we were in beijing or maybe xi'an uh, during my tr- the trip with my parents, so we were we were walking down the, the street, and it, the streets were really busy, um, and we 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 were waiting at traffic lights, and for some reason I turned to the left, and we were waiting for quite some time, and basically there was a um, a couple. I don't I don't know if they were a couple or, or what what the the relationship between the two of them was. But basically, they were having a fight outside a car. Mm. The guy was driving this a really nice, like, uh, uh, like four by four type thing, and um, he was like, m- like manhandling her quite oh. strongly. That's 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 fairly normal here, right? I mean, mm-hmm. and and that's also a given that you would not uh, a, a passerby would not interfere with this kind of situation. But then. She, so he opens the door and he pushes her into the car. She does not want to be in the car. And she, like, goes to the other side and gets out of the other side of the car and runs away from him. So he grabs, he manages to get her back. And so at the, by this point, a, a policeman, it's not, he's not security like a, you're, you're run of the mill like Bowen. He's a, he's a cop. Mm-hmm. And he comes over and there's obviously some, like, conversation. And basically the guy must just tell the cop, like, don't 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 even go here like don't get involved the guy eventually gets the girl back in the car and drives away at like really quickly you know it it was i remember i was just like just watching the whole thing and i was like what the and of course my parents were there my my mom was watching as well and 
she was like, you know, like what, like what's going on? I said, this is, I feel like this, this is like, I don't want to use the word normal, but I was trying to like rationalize why the police, like the policeman had done nothing. Mm. And I, I imagine that he was probably also afraid to do anything because this guy was driving a nice car mm -hmm. and he probably had some contact in the police, you know, probably. maybe some high up friend. And that guy's, if he'd done, if he'd, say, arrested him, not that he probably could have, his life probably would have been, you know, made a misery, mm -hmm. I imagine. That was my rationale for that situation. So even the people who should be able to help don't help. Yeah. I don't know if that's all the cases, but that you just reminded me of that's. I've definitely that seen domestic, like, mm. quite aggressive yeah, domestic. Me too. Like, me too. Where if it was in the States, I know that some, you know, like some men would interfere right, and say right. like, you know. What, what are you doing? Yeah, what are you doing? Well, they would. That's the polite way. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure they wouldn't say that. Yeah. 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 I, I think I think we need to be, we need to move on and be more positive because we have pretty much. We've just depressed our audience. <laughs> all potential good Samaritans. There are, we've just said well, there I are none. No, I mean, that, that's totally not... The thing is, like, the people that you know in your network, like the Chinese people that I know, my friends, they just bend over backwards for you. They're mm -hmm. so nice. They'll yeah. go out of... Just really go out of their Absolutely. way for you. And I've had strangers approach me on the street, you know, if I look like I'm lost and say, you know, and try to use their me English too. and too. say, like, can I help you? Can yeah. I help you find something? So it's not like it doesn't exist. That's, That's for it. sure. So I don't want to give a t such a bad impression mm -hmm. of China. Yeah. And I think that the the next generation will be quite quite different than the previous one just because mm -hmm. they have the luxury to be that way. They have the luxury not to be as competitive. Yeah. So it's it's definitely it's definitely changing for the better in that respect. Yeah. And also China is in general a very safe place. Mm -hmm. Even if Somebody like a stranger doesn't like the people in the metro that like the the what happened with the guy the foreigner in the metro who who fainted and nobody came to help yeah. him. China is always being monitored. Like mm -hmm. it's being so there were people in the metro who like who were in the towers or whatever watching the security footage. Yeah. They saw this happen. The train was stopped and they brought the staff home. down to yeah. come. To come. So it's not like, oh, you're just totally screwed and nobody's going to help you. Mm -hmm. So there's always kind of like this big brother watching. Yeah. And in general, violent crimes are really, really low here. So it's not like somebody's just going to like walk up to you and stab you yeah. and leave you for dead. You know, like that just doesn't, that's just no. not going to happen. It's, it's super safe here when you compare i mean we we live in a city that's between well, however many millions 15 and 18 million people mm -hmm. it's so safe yeah. especially if you compare it to any other cities of that size mm -hmm. i mean outside of china it's so in general you're in good hands in yeah china. absolutely yeah i i agree i and i've also been helped if i've been out especially if i've been lost and you could say oh it's because you're a foreigner and you know yeah she this, you would say she wanted to practice her Chinese, uh, her English, not Chinese, <laughs> her English. But actually, once she'd helped me, she, we were at a bus stop, and she actually then helped a couple of 
young lads as well, mm -hmm. uh, like Chinese lads. So it w certainly wasn't just because I was a, f a white face. Mm -hmm. You know, she, she. I think she was genuinely. Oh yeah. Nice. Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and you'll have people who will literally like I've had people. I've been lost before, and they're obviously busy, but they see that I'm yeah, lost, yeah. and they will take the time out to actually, like, walk me, in the, especially when I first came to China, I didn't speak Chinese, and it was really hard to navigate, mm -hmm. and I've had people literally walk me to my yeah. destination, and obviously it's big inconvenience yeah. for them, so, so yeah, that definitely this, this niceness, this kindness exists Certainly. here. I believe so, too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, a lot of our, the list out, well, you guys out there, you, some of you guys live here. If you've had any good Samaritan examples, let us know. Tell us your story. Yeah, That'd be awesome. We'd rather have positive ones than, than <laughs> negatives. So, yeah, know. it's nice though. I mean, we try to give a balanced view. I mean, I don't want to say everything is rosy here because every country has their problems. Of course. But, and it's and it's it's actually quite an interesting view into the cultural like in, into the mindset of the Chinese people to fig, try and figure out okay why why is why are they doing it yeah, like this absolutely because it's not just because oh the Chinese people are just mean yeah. you know like it's it's not like it's not that it's it's it all I mean you just have to it's you just have to reserve your judgment until you have more information mm -hmm. I think yeah. Because there's always more than meets the eye. Absolutely, yeah. And if any, if you've got any thoughts, uh, thoughts about why this kind of why this mentality exists, or if it's different to ours, uh, yeah, you can leave comments on uh, writtenchinese.com/episode fifty-one mm. or on our uh, Two White Chicks Facebook page. Mm -hmm. Anywhere else? Can you leave messages anywhere else? Oh, we can leave them on the mm. Written Chinese Facebook page too. Oh yeah, we'll find yeah, that. Yeah, that's true. Yup, and then um, I have a word. Well, actually, I have a Ooh, phrase yeah, yeah, today. So the phrase is "le yu zhuren." So it means. Literally, so le is like kuai le, so it's oh. like happiness. Yu is guan yu, means like regarding or in. Zhu is like to help, bang zhu. Ren is person, so it's le yu zhu ren, means somebody who is happy in helping others. <laughs> That's nice. Yeah. That's a nice way to end the... The episode. Yes. So cool. they have a word for it in Chinese, so it definitely exists. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, if you haven't already and you're learning Chinese, definitely mm -hmm. download a written Chinese dictionary, which mm -hmm. now has finally risen to the top ten in iTunes Yay! when you search Chinese dictionary. So you can easily find it now. Woohoo! Definitely. All right. Well, we hope you tune in for our next episode. Uh, don't forget to leave us comments or send your questions to uh, writtenchinese.com slash voicemail. Uh, you could even leave us a review if you fancy it. That would be awesome. That would be cool. The All more right. the better. <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye.